Turn it up. You're listening to Live and Loud with the Lord, Nelson, that is. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, you know who it is. It is yours truly, the Lord, the big guy with the big show on Live and Loud with the Lord on the CMS Network with five Royals Entertainment. And ladies and gentlemen, I have a very, very special guest who is representing for his whole band. This is a super, super dope young man. And and I, as always, would like to read off something to big them up like I do. I do what I do, and I just want to give them the respect and the love because I love what they're doing. So if he doesn't mind uh, giving me a moment to speak about him. So, ladies and gentlemen, my next guest is part of a band with an incredible sound. They are hella hard, yet have some funky elements that are incorporated so well within the framework of their songs. The transitions are so fluid, even when they abruptly change. Vocals are amazing from the deeper to the higher pitch and complement each other so well, man. I'm telling you, man, I, I, I love it. These dudes live in the pocket. They live in the pocket. They are a, they are a, a vibe, man, most definitely. So ladies and gentlemen, I now welcome to the Live and Loud with the Lord podcast, Dalton from Dreams in Peril. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me, man. Much appreciated. Uh, come on, man. It's, it's, it's your world. It is all about you, man. So uh, <laughs> first two questions I'd like to ask everybody is the first one is, where are you from? We're out of Kansas City, Missouri, man. We're, we're snapped at, just right in the middle of the United States, man. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the best thing about being from there um well it, it's a love-hate relationship with with the with the best thing here man it's the four seasons man we get we get spring fall winter and and uh and summer and we get the extremes of all of all of those so uh when it's when it's fall time it's cold it's 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 dreary and, it, and it's uh all the leaves are on the ground the, the trees are bare in the springtime we get all the flowers and the rain and the thunderstorms <laughs> Summertime, it's hot as hell, about 110 degrees at the worst. Wow. And and wintertime, it's like negative two, man. So <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's, indeed. We, we get the worst of all four. But uh for the most part, man, it's 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 just normal life, man. We just, you know, any anything you can get anywhere else. I got you, I got you, no doubt. <laughs> so, so, my, so, God, I'm my sorry. Paul, my apologies in advance. I have kids here, so if you hear kids' sounds, my apologies. <laughs> hey man, it's all, it's it's all life, man. It's what we do, man. So you know, it's all beautiful. It just adds to the ambiance. And <laughs> hey, listen, the Sonics, the Sonics are what's going on. Different sounds going on, man. So it's all love. So you guys are 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 blessing us with the smorgasbord of musical elements. So please tell us what is or who is the magnet that brought all this amazing metal talent together. Well, I mean, I'm I pretty much started this band whenever uh back in 2018 I kind of gathered everybody together. Mm-hmm. Um but uh we we do have a good smorgasbord of sounds that we use within our within our sound. Uh we we actually just recently parted ways with a guitar player by the name of mm-hmm. Joshua Crocker and he was really magnificent at pulling a lot of those ambient sounds together. Right. Uh, a lot of those um those crazy just kind of dreamlike sounds Mm -hmm. and we can still pull those off now too with our with our second guitar player um but a lot of those uh sounds started with him and i I have to give him props on that right um and uh so we started out with that and uh you know we've always always been into the heavy the the more brutal side of the metal Mm -hmm. uh just with the low tunings and and the more brutal ground and pound type of of uh of uh music and we we gather a lot of that influence from bands like acacia strain mm-hmm. slaughter to prevail um 
you know, Whitechapel, mm -hmm. all of those really brutal bands. In fact, I'm wearing a Whitechapel hat right now, you know, <laughs> so with uh, those, those bands, you know, they're, they're heavy and brutal, man. And we just, we like giving, putting a little bit of interesting, uh, take on it, a little bit of a different spin on it with, with the more ambience and, and, um, and reverbs. Indeed. Indeed. No, just, just totally dope, man. So, cause, cause to me, your music is, is like a war. It's it's a beautiful it's a beautiful battle of of rhythm and beats and it's like right. a, a calculated chaos of metal madness, man. So who's writing these songs, man? Who is man? It? It's I tell you what, man. It's a collaboration. I mm -hmm. mean, it's never one person. Okay. Um, when we get into a room, it starts with somebody having an idea. Right. So right. either it's a guitar player saying, "Man, I got this riff, man. Check this out. Can we do something with this?" And we just kind of start out with that riff. Yeah. And the drummer comes in with a beat that comes on top of it. And then he's like, maybe we can start doing something here. Or we even think of something like if, if it starts out fast, we have to add in like a slow beat down part to just mm -hmm. kind of slow it down just so we can have <laughs> something more rounded. Right. Right. And so uh, and sometimes it starts out with a beat. Sometimes the drummer will come in. And it's like, dude, I, I've been working on this beat. This beat's badass. Right. And he'll, he'll throw something down and they're like, dude, I got a riff for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, usually it starts out musically and lyrics come in a little bit later. Um, but you know, sometimes he even comes in and says he has an idea and he pitches us the idea and we just come up with something. So, right. um, it, it, it can come from any angle, man. And we're all great musicians. We all, you know, know what we want and we, we pretty much vibe on all frequencies, man. Yeah. Listen, 100%, man, you, you dudes, man, as, as we just continue to have this conversation, I'm telling you, I enjoyed listening to you guys so much, man. It's just it grabbed me. I'm telling you, it really grabbed me. And I was just like, God, dog, man. Just like I told Ryan. I said, Ryan, these guys right here, man. I said, these dudes right here, man. I said, there's something <laughs> super special about them. Indeed. So who's doing all the arranging of the instrumentation? Yes, you guys are super dope on all levels, every one of you. So who's organizing all this? Because you have those certain parts where it's like, boom, you have this, then it comes right back into here. And everything just seems perfect. Like it was supposed to be that man, we, I, like I said, I don't understatement understate this enough, man, mm -hmm. because in all honesty, man, we, we all really collaborate on what we want the sound to be like. We, right. we actually sit down and talk about what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Like when we, when we have uh, an idea or a start of a song, we're like, man, what, what would sound good here? What would, what would be the mm. next part here? Like, do we want to come in with something like ambient? Do we want something heavy? Do we want something ground and pound? Do we want to be fast? Right. Um, you know, cause we can make it super tremolo and grindy if we want to, you know, and, uh, we, we actually sit down and talk about it. So okay. it's really a group effort, man. But a lot of times, I mean, I will kind of like guide the way a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll be like, Hey guys, you know, maybe we should do something, you know, super fast here and then slow down just super chunky and they're just like yeah yeah let's do that <laughs> right. so um you know it's it's every time it comes to the writing process and arrangements of of uh of parts in the song mm -hmm. we we really sit down and talk about it as a group okay, i mean so it's a collective it, yeah it's a it's a collective effort no matter which way you come from oh man awesome man i'm telling you it, so you guys doing it that way is perfect. Don't change that. I'm telling you, it's amazing. 100% amazing. So you have amazing sonics throughout your songs. We're talking about the sounds that are a definite pleasure to the ear. So how do you feel yeah. these sounds add to the overall dynamic of the songs? Man, it really it adds a sense of... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It adds a sense of dreamlike states. Like the, the reason why our name... Dream we have our names dreams in peril for a couple of reasons. Mm -hmm. One of them is because of our sound. Um, you know, we add a dreamlike sound to our, to our atmosphere. And it also adds a touch of humanity as well. I think because mm. metal can just be so drony and brutal all the time to where it just almost feels inhumane. Like just, it's just mean all the time with our music. We try to add a sense of beauty to it as well. And, and, and humanity and, that's something that really draws and pulls people into what we do is the fact that we do um, tap into emotions. We tap into, um, you know, 
people's humanity and, and how they feel about listening to things or how they can relate to uh, the music that we do. And so we, we keep that in mind in our writing process. It's like, man, it's like this really, you know, this part really makes me feel like um, I have hope here, you know, like there's hope in this song, but it's so brutal and mean, <laughs> but there's hope in it. And that's, that's kind of a weird subject to bring into metal, but there is. And, and in fact, a lot of our subjects of what we write about lyrically mm-hmm. is about overcoming failures and overcoming um, your, your trials and tribulations. Um, we have a song about, you know, overcoming cancer, you know, mm-hmm. and, and the, the, the horrors that we face and, and, and people who family members who loved ones who have cancer, right. our song parasites crawl is exactly what that's about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, you know, our vocalist is aunt who is almost like a second mom to him passed mm-hmm. away due to cancer. Mm, and, that. uh, yeah. Yeah. that song was, was really written about her, but also I touch base on that as well because my mom has stage four bone cancer. Oh man, I'm sorry to hear that, bro. Thank you, man. And we write about stuff like that, you know, and, and that's something that people can gravitate to, people can relate to. Um, and then also to, you know, our song Ascending, mm-hmm. uh, it's about overcoming all your your trials and all your failures, you know, and, and rising above them. And that's right. what that song is about. Um, and then, you know, we write about mental illness and, and stuff like that, too, because we all struggle with anxiety and depression. And, and stuff like that. So we write songs like Anxious Antics or uh, or Mad Mind. You know, mm-hmm. it's to reach out to our audience and say, hey, it's okay. We struggle with this too. Right. We can all rise up and get through it together. My guy, man, that whole, everything that you just said, man, I just got goosebumps the whole time because my mom did die of cancer also uh, many years ago now. And uh, just you speaking about you know, touching and you said humanity and just the words you're just saying, man, it just, I don't know. It's like when I first heard you, I was trying to grab like, what is it is grabbing me? Because there's so many things hitting me, you know, and just like you said, it's heavy and it's brutal. And I was just like, but I was so drawn to it. And I mean, immediately, immediately, because, I, you know, listen, I always say that I'm not a genre snob. I love all music. And if it's hot, it's hot. But with you guys, it was just, it, I'm t- once again, it grabbed me, it held me, it wouldn't let me go, and it was entertaining me. And I was just like, man, this, this is so, so good. I'm I, I just telling you, I was feeling it. So anyway, I can keep, I can continue talking about it, how it, how it affected me. So I'm just saying, great, great, great. And I, and I appreciate everything you just said, man. That was love. Indeed, indeed. So I mean... Absolutely, man. And, and, and just to kind of touch base on that a little bit more, man, it's like one thing that we want our audience to know or anybody who listens to Dreams and Peril or picks up a, a CD or, or finds us on Spotify, whatever it might be, you know, our message to them is no matter the, the situation you face, no matter the tribute, the trials you go through, there's always some sort of light at the end of the tunnel and don't ever stop pushing for better circumstances, better life situations. Um, you know, there's always a better outcome and there's, you know, if you're feeling low, like as if this is the end, you know, there's never an end. Keep pushing. Life can be better. Right. Uh, I know my boy, a good friend. He's really like my brother, Greg. He, he heard something and, and it really was a profound thing. It's a uh, give tomorrow a chance. You never know. Absolutely. What's give tomorrow a chance, man. So yeah, man, I, listen, I agree with you, man. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful segment, man. Thank you once again for that. I really, I really appreciate it. Um, no problem. So I love the strength of the bass in your music. And, yeah. you know, we kind of talked about it. And the sound it delivers with the lead guitars and drums. How important is the bass to this band? I tell you what, man. Um, the bass is definitely an underlining driving force to this band. <laughs> I mean, to give credit where credit is due, the guitars are amazing. Yes, um, of course. They, 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 you know, they're definitely a driving force. The drums are definitely a driving force. Yes. The vocals are a big leading point. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the bass, man, it's that underlining driving force that just, just really gets down in the nitty gritty <laughs> of our sound, and uh, it, it really hits right here in that chest. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it, it's meant to be that way. It's meant to really just like really hit and just get down in that dirt, you know. 
Um, and, and it's, it's, it's important to really, to really get down in that nitty gritty because if, if it ain't heavy, it ain't bassy, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. if, it if it ain't bassy, it ain't heavy. <laughs> so there's gotta be some bass to that. Oh my you goodness, know, man. Just, yes. just to quote, just to quote, uh, Megan trainer. It, it's all about that bass. It's all about that bass, baby. There's no doubt. It reminded me. When I went to see uh, Corey Lowry when he played with I Empire, and yeah. he he was playing bass in that band. Of course, he's with Seether now. He plays guitar, but he was playing bass in I Empire, and I just remember that it was just hitting. So I was like, I was like Corey, I was like, man, it's I could feel it. I was just like that part. So when I heard it, I was just like, this is amazing to me, and I was just like, I am enjoying this so much. So hey, kudos to you. Kudos to all of you, but that bass is, is is on point, man. So you're the one here, man. So I'm gonna big you up, man. The other guys are super <laughs> dope too, but that bass is hitting so hard and beautiful, man. You guys have an amazing sound. So thank you. Yeah, the vocals are crazy tight, just like the music. So when yeah. did you guys first know how dope the different styles combined would be? Honestly, man, we didn't know how it would hit. Mm -hmm. We just knew what we wanted to do. Like, right. we all had these different influences and different thoughts and in, in the, in the styles and music that we wanted to do. Right. And it just kind of connected together that way. And, you know, in the writing process, man, when we're sitting down and we're discussing and deliberating where we want to arrange things, how we want things to sound, you know, we're, we're all sitting there like, hmm that's beefy. And then we're like, mm, that sounds pretty, you know? And we're like, what if it just went from a completely drop off to just a high elevated area here? Like, Oh, that sounds so good. Yeah, yeah. You know, we didn't know how our audiences would take it or how people would, would like our music. And mm -hmm. at the end of the day, if you're a musician, yeah, you're making music for other people, but ultimately you're making you're going to start off making music for yourself. 100%. And you have you have to you have to make music for yourself otherwise you're not going to enjoy it, right? That's right, exactly. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, we're just glad everyone else enjoys it like we do and uh, you know, we we always think what we're doing is cool, but sometimes you get those really snobby or tricky audiences is i don't like it that's fine dudes you know your opinion cool. <laughs> no problem <laughs> at all i love it <laughs> thank you man like you know at the end of the day we're making it for ourselves but um you know just we're glad people like it other people like it too and, and if that's the case hey hell yeah thank you of course indeed, indeed. <laughs> uh, greatness man so Speaking of once again, so so I definitely thought it was more than one person doing the vocals, man, when I first started listening to it. No, it's like, all Dakota, man. Listen, it's all Dakota. Dakota is truly a talent to go from one extreme to another and in between. So does this just come naturally to him or was it something he worked on? Because he is dope with it, man. There are no a lot of vocalists in this world, and I'm sure that a handful of them do different warm-ups than the other. So I was very curious as to how all of you other vocalists do your warm-ups. Uh, I was going to share with you how I do mine. Uh, I normally start with like sing-songy type stuff to try to uh, just loosen up my innards. But whenever I start screaming, I, uh, I normally bounce from A-E-I-O-U's to start with and then just uh, typically making just any noises with my mouth shut. So like, I'll typically start by starting with lows, like, uh, just with my mouth shut, trying to get it warmed up a little bit. And then I'll switch up to the A-E-I-O-U's. I'll do them like one at a time. I -E -I -O and then try to run it back to back to back really quick. I -E -I -O and then with my highs, also, you just kind of, you know, I do it with my mouth shut at first. <laughs> my positioning, anyway. And then open up with the... Oh. Dude, he... I tell you what, 
it's a funny story because he's not he's not our original vocalist. Really? Uh, he, he started he, this is the, this new album that just came out that just mm -hmm. dropped mm -hmm. uh, Ascending is his first record with us. Really? Yeah. So the first album was with another vocalist by the name of Dimitri, and he's a fantastic vocalist, uh -huh. too. Uh -huh. um, unfortunately, you know, things can't, you know, doesn't always work out with certain members. Right. And that's yeah. just the flow of how bands work. You know, right. members will come and go. And that's just the, the, the nature of the business. Yeah, I'm going to ask a question on that, too. But good. <laughs> but anyway, so no, Dakota, man, from what I understand, from what he from what I've gathered from conversations and talks with that guy, is he says, um, you know, he's been working on it for quite some time over the years, man. Okay. And as a as a teenager, as a kid, he remembers going to go see other bands and other vocalists and be like, man, I feel like I can do that, man. Right. I feel like I can I can do what they're doing. And uh, he just incorporates all their styles and and and, and ideals of how to do vocals mm. into himself to to kind of take it upon himself to do these things. Like his some of his main influences is uh, Phil Bozeman of Whitechapel and mm -hmm. and uh, Alex Terrible of of Slaughter to Prevail, right? Like mm -hmm. those are his two main influences, right? And um, he 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 loves their lows and he tries to to stretch his ranges from highs <laughs> to mid range and low and you know mids and all that. And um, and I feel like he's since he's joined this band, he's kind of honed into his vocal capabilities a little bit more, especially within the, the recording process, because right. in our recording processes, he got to learn what his strengths and what his weaknesses are. Mm -hmm. And our producer at the time was telling us, Hey, listen, definitely focus on more of your strengths, man. If, if you feel like you're weak in an area, try not to do those certain, those right. certain uh, ranges, real. you know, right, right. focus on what you're strong at. Mm -hmm. And, you know, since those recordings, I feel like he's actually increased and in, in, in grown as a vocalist since awesome. those. So awesome. I feel like our next album, he's a, he's actually going to have even more ranges. Oh, man. Um, awesome. So, uh, you know, he's he's definitely worked over time. And what's funny is when we tried him out, we were we put out a big, long, generic thing of of vocal tryouts like, hey, you know, vocalist, we're looking for a new vocalist. And and. When he tried, when he, when we learned about him, we he did parodies mm -hmm. of songs that are not metal at all. Okay, like you're talking like doo wop songs, right? Right, right. And he's doing a doo wop song in in metal vocals, mm -hmm. and it's like, oh, holy shit! And it was funny as hell, man, just right. listening to these to these vocal parodies. <laughs> and uh, but his vocal ranges are on point. Right. And I'm just like, oh, he gets so low. Mm -hmm. And so we gave him a call. He came out and he was just right away a a um a perfect fit, man. Like that's exactly what we wanted. Mm -hmm. And it just it was a perfect fit, man. And we, we got him out and just worked out that way. Now it's like the deep parts is so amazing, man. And then it goes to something like the Crypt Keeper or Cobra Commander from motherfucking damn. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, it's, 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 like yeah. it's amazing and then the, the calm the, uh, listen man it's just beautiful man it's a great mixture of handling business I love it man I'm telling you all the elements is just so dope man so thank you yeah so your playing is a welcome brutal assault on mind and body so yeah. to me if you're not headbanging and marching to you guys music man you must be dead man just just by feeling so and hell I, I I think you guys can make the deadhead <laughs> be honest with you. So where, where is all this pure energy coming from, man? Where is this energy coming from? Cause you guys got it, man. Just watching the videos and stuff, just like yo, these dudes here, man. Yeah, man, love it. No, it, it, you know, there's a, there's an old philosophy that, that I bring to my my bandmates, and it's man, I've watched so many interviews of other bands talking about what it takes to to succeed in this business right. and energy is a big part of that man if mm -hmm. you're if you're sitting still are you really enjoying your music right you know what okay. i mean like you, you can't really sit still when you if you don't <laughs> you know if you enjoy it um and not just that too but if you're not moving your audience is not going to move either mm. and you have to really put forth that energy to to really make everybody else feel what you're feeling what you're you know feeling, yeah. the whole point of music in general is to get your audience to feel what you feel 100 percent. and if you're angry or if you're sad or if you're happy that needs to translate through your music 
And yes, we are a little bit angry and yes, we're a little bit sad. And yes, we, we feel happiness. We want you to feel that as well. And so in our music, if we're moving, if you see us headbanging and it's brutal and it's mm -hmm. really getting your heart pumping and that yeah. blood boiling, damn it, you better be moving too. <laughs> indeed. Listen, indeed, man, because I'm as as I'm listening to your catalog and I'm just like, man, and everything that's playing, and I just start smiling. I just yeah. start smiling because I'm just like, God, dog. I said, they just hit me with another one. And I was just like, man. It took <laughs> I always tell people, and some of my guys agree with me, some don't. It's just my perspective. I'm like, the music gets you and the lyrics keep you. So, you know, that music, you know, it's got your interest, man. It's just like, and then, you know, you put good lyrics on top of that. Then it's just like, oh, man, it just all comes together. You guys have that, man. You have some of the greatness. Some of the best albums that I've encountered, man, are like masterpieces. Mm -hmm. Like everything is just like a piece of art. Right. It right. just it just looks, feels, smells, tastes <laughs> like fucking just pure art, man. And it and it just it moves you and grabs you and keeps your interest, right? Yes. yes. That is definitely the way we want to to make music. Oh, it's you happening. Know? It's happening, bro. And, and, <laughs> and we we don't we don't want to just make something that's just fast and brutal and 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 grindy. Because there's bands out there that like that, and though that though that's cool, it's very talented. Um, it doesn't necessarily grab me as a musician or as a as a listener. The right. same way it goes for some for bands that are just nothing but chunky and groovy. Mm -hmm. It's cool, but there could be more, you know. Right, right. And so we try to mix things up to a point where you know we can grab from all angles if we can, because mm -hmm. we don't just section ourselves off to a certain style of metal to a certain point of metal there there comes a point in time where you have to touch on all bases to grab all audiences man right right and uh, that's what we try to do i don't know if that's what we do because some people might get turned off by certain things but that being said man um you know you have to again it just comes down to that man you have to try to grab them from all angles man well well listen as, as the the famous star wars uh saying you know uh yoda you're not trying, you're doing. There's no try, it's just do or do not. And you guys are definitely doing, man. And and um you were when you were speaking about your 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 front man, uh the thing is is that I remember Quincy Jones and Chuck D having a conversation. And I've said this before in, in, in many of my uh conversations. So Quincy Jones told Chuck D, you grab 10 of the greats that you love, you know, the artists that you love. You grab, right. you grab 10 of them. You grab something from each of them. And when you get, grab something from each of them, you'll have your very own style, which will be your own. There's yep. a lot of heavy music out there. And I'm telling you, I'm not saying I'm the, 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 the you know, I know about all heavy music, but I'm going to tell you something. You guys, it's just like, <laughs> I'm going to put you guys over here right now as far as what I'm loving and liking. I'm like, as I told Ryan, I said, I said, relent, man. These dudes here are once again. I'm telling you again. I said, they're they're probably one of my favorite bands right now. I'm not gonna lie to you, and I'm not really? saying I'm not okay. saying that to to gas you up or anything. I'm being honest. It was a truly great time for me to listen to it and just enjoy. It. I enjoy what you guys are doing, man. So you know, continue doing that. Uh, Thank you, man. man. And and also to elaborate a little bit more, man, like. Mm -hmm. Uh, I watched a, an interview on on Phil and Selmo from Pantera. Right, right. Who who basically said along the same things that you just said is like, <laughs> man, take take uh take influence from four, five, six, right. fucking mm -hmm. twenty of your favorite bands, man, and mesh things that right. you like from them all together, and you'll come up with your own sound yes, and, and just be yourself, man. It's okay to take things from other bands. It's okay right. to take things from other musicians because it's all been done anyway. Yes. It's all in how you arrange them and how right. you make them. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's what makes music different. You know, yes. um, if you try to imitate another band specifically, you're going to sound like that other band. Right. But if you take like four or five, 20 of them, mm -hmm. man, you're going to have your own sound and yes, it's going to be different. It's a day, though. It's a, listen, it's a true. I, I every time I heard when when I heard Quincy tell Chuck D that, I was just like, "Wow, man, that's that's real. That's real, 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 real dope." Right. So, your tension and release moments are placed perfectly once again with the arrangement in the songs. 
Are you yeah. guys anticipating in the release of energy by the crowd when these moments happen? Because I just feel like you guys know right here, we're about to fuck them up, man. Right here. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's intentional for sure. Especially live. When we do things live, yeah. we really make them like we we kind of we put our songs on crack, basically. <laughs> um, you know, with our in our first album, uh, we have a song called um, Makeshift Motives, uh-huh. and it's probably our heaviest song in our all, all of our catalog. Right. And uh, there's a part at the very end. We save this song for the end of our set almost every night so people can almost anticipate it. Right. 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 Um, but it is so brutal. The end of that song is so brutal and just so ground and pound mean. is just so brutal and so mean right that uh it's just it, it moves the audience and when we move they move right uh there's a spot where it just really just hits and it, it's the, it's triggered by our vocalist we have our vocalist do a stomp to mm-hmm. kind of trigger that part yeah and uh it's gotten to a point now where we create a wall of death Mm. and our in our in our live show uh-huh. we stop the song completely the song comes to a complete stop <laughs> right <laughs> and he separates the crowd in half uh-huh. and when he comes to that stomp oh my goodness, that fucking man. crowd just destroys each other <laughs> and uh it's just a dun 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 and then we just come to a stop you like you know it's just like Chef's kiss, man. (laughs) (laughs) It's just brutally heavy. And yes, we do anticipate these breakdowns. We anticipate these these drops. I'm telling (laughs) you, man, when when I go back to say it like it's war, it's like, I can just see somebody on one of those guns. Just, just, you know, that's just what it is to me. I'm just like, they are really hitting me so hard and I just feel it. So I'm like, I know everybody is feeling this. I know everybody is feeling this, man. So it's just really, really crazy, man. So just yes, love, man. Love and, and and also too in our in our more softer parts too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we anticipate the crowd's peak of interest in those too, man. Like when they're when things slow down and become really soft and smooth and, and ambient. And then they're just like, you know, and then we just come back and we hit them with something super strong and mean and powerful. And, um, you know, like I said, like I said earlier in this interview, man, it's all about moving and empowering your audience with with feelings. Tension so, and release is such a yes. great thing. And and yes. And when you guys that tension part, when you guys allow the crowd to breathe, you allow the listener to breathe and to watch it to breathe for a moment. But it's the anticipation of what's about to happen. And you guys yeah. do that so well, man. I love it, man. I'm telling you, man, it's no joke, man. It's real talk. It's real talk. And just like, look, you, you're handling business with your son and your daughter, and you're constantly moving and doing your thing. Man, do you know it just adds to everything that we're talking about? So I'm just telling you, it's dope, man. It's dope. You just handle your business. <laughs> yeah, man. She's over here pushing a really noisy toy right now. Baby girl, stop it. No, it's all love, man. Listen, I'm not taking none of this out either. It's all good. It's all Dude, good. When, I tell you what, man. Like, I'm a family man too, man. Yes. Like, I, I'm a musician. I work a full day job, yeah. and I, I tour on top of that, <laughs> and I got two kids at home. So, I manage. I manage all of this stuff, man, and it's it gets kind of hectic, man. Yes, sir. I respect it, though, man. So it, it, it seems that almost every band that we talked about a little bit before, and I wanted to come back to it, it seems that almost every band, you know, uh, I've had a conversation with has gone through their fair share of musicians. So how has this been for you guys? Have you only just lost one? Is the, the collective that you have now, is this from the beginning? Or how, how is that? Um, so we started out as a four piece, mm-hmm. um, and we had our, our guitar player, Josh Crocker. He was our original guitar player. Right. And then we had Dimitri as our original vocalist. Um, 
and over over time, you know, you know, either situations in their life become hard to deal with when it comes to being in a full time band like we are. Um, You know, life life plays a factor, man. Like, you know, families happen, jobs happen, money Mm -hmm. happens, Mm -hmm. finances happen. Um, You know, and, and we respect that and understand that, man, like you can't you can't be mad at your bandmate when they're trying to either better their life or better their situation. Of and, course. You know, being in a band's hard, you know, you never, you know, when you're on the road, you can't anticipate, you know, what's going on at home. You can't manage your finances the best you want to. Right. Um, you're constantly on that grind. You know, you have, you might have kids at home. I have kids at home. It makes things hard, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, so when you're on the road, you know, for, two weeks, three weeks, a month, mm-hmm. couple months, Yeah, you know, you're missing your kids. Their kids are missing you. Your, your, your loved ones, your, your wife, your girlfriend, whoever it might be, Yes, sir. you know, and, uh, you, you know, you're hitting every road, you're, you're, you know, you're hitting every city or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, it, uh, you know, you have to find that perfect balance between band life and, and, uh, and family life and right. home life. Right. Um, and sometimes it's hard to balance for some people and, uh, you know, and that's, that's the situations that our former bandmates have found themselves in is they just had a hard time either managing that or, mm-hmm. uh, a situation arose to where they, they could no longer continue mm-hmm. or, you know, sometimes it's, it's easy to get burnt out when you're hitting the road like we are. And, and when you're, um, playing as, as frequently, as frequent as we are, you know, right. it's easy to get burnt out and, uh, uh, it's unfortunate that way, but the, you know, the two original members of this band is, is, uh, myself and the drummer, okay. uh, we're the, we're the two originals remaining. Right. Um, so the rhythm section remains, the rhythm uh, but, remains which is a great section. <laughs> the rhythm section remains, but we, we have a, we have a new, we've had a guitar player that we've had with us for a while now. He's, he's the original, I guess you could call him the original second guitar player. Cause uh-huh. you know, we started out as a four piece and when we added him in, you know, I guess you can call him original, but, uh, um, you know, we're, we're actually in tryouts right now. We're trying out a new, a, a new guitar player. And, right. uh, you know, that. if anyone's, yeah. if anyone's interested, Hey, we're holding tryouts. Yeah. <laughs> and listen, they got it. They're going to have to be great to come in there and do what you guys do. You're going to have to be a hell of a player, man. No doubt about it, man. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about your releases. That single, yeah. Mad Mind. You spoke about it a yeah. little bit earlier, man. So great song, man. All great songs, let me not say, but I love that one, man, no doubt. So tell me a little bit about Mad Mind. So Mad Mind, lyrically, is about um, overcoming mental illness, right, overcoming, right. Um, you know, OCD, depression, anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you struggle with any of those things, if you have anxiety, depression, OCD, um, hell, even if you have like some bipolar issues, you know, uh, that song is for you. Um, you know, it's, it's, and and it's for people who understand that they have these problems and they're struggling and fighting wars within themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, when you struggle and fight, fight wars with yourself, with your own mental illness, like, you know, you have these problems and you wage war with yourself every single day. Like, Man, I go to work, you know, I work at a law firm as my day job, uh-huh. right? Right. And I, I go to work and I have anxiety every day, man. I'm mm. just, I'm like, I have a pile of paperwork on my desk. I have these clients who right. want who want and need my, my attention mm-hmm. and they all want my attention all at the same time. Right. And, uh, you know, I have to prioritize and organize and that can go with any profession, man. Mm-hmm. If you're, you know, if you're working on the back of a, of a garbage truck, man, yes. and you have anxiety because you're out there in the cold or the heat and you're picking up your garbage and, 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 and you know, you're just like, man, I just want to go home and go to bed, right. you know, fuck, fuck this shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. or, or even if you're depressed, man, and you're, and you're out, you know, say you're, you're going through some tough situations during your life, man. And, and you know, you're struggling. And you're fighting wars with yourself to make your life better, to make yourself happier. And it's just, it's a struggle, man. That's what that song's about, is yes. about overcoming those those mental problems. 
Well, look, man, I, I know you kind of spoke about it earlier, but I wanted you to really take it a little bit further, you know, really focus, because we were talking about some other things, but thank you for talking about that, because yes, that song is a great song, man, and, and, and when you're speaking about what you're speaking, a lot of us are going through those things, and I think that it helps out a great deal, so yes, indeed, great song. So, now, now am I saying this right? Is it me-phobia or me-phobia? How, how do you say it? Mephobia. Mephobia, the album. Now, this is you guys going. So this was your first album, correct? Correct. So tell me about this first unbelievable album. Amazing <laughs> album. All right. So you know what mephobia means, right? No, nah, I, I want you to tell me. It comes better from you. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So we used to actually tell our audience to Google this. Uh-huh. And uh, before, like, we have a we have a title track on there too, uh, named Mephobia. Mm -hmm. And what Mephobia means, it's in the Urban Dictionary. It says the fear of becoming so awesome that the human race cannot handle it and everybody dies. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I almost felt like I was close to that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you become so awesome that the, just the world implodes, right? <laughs> And uh, it was kind of a running joke for us whenever we we uh, came up with that that title name. Uh -huh. And uh, we're like, man, this album's going to be so awesome. Everyone's going to die, man. And, uh, <laughs> and we were just kind of joking around. But uh, yeah, it, it's become a really good talking point, man. <laughs> and <laughs> when we found it, we just laughed our asses off. And we're just Dang. like, that's it. That's the album name. <laughs> Fucking Mephobia, man. I'm so afraid of myself, man. And actually, the, 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 the title track of that song and the lyrics to that, uh, it goes, uh, fuck Utopia, if only I didn't fear myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and, and, and that can relate on so many levels, but that's what that's about, man. It's, uh, uh, you know, just fuck everything. I right. fear myself because only... And there's an underlying message to that too, man. The, the underlying message is I can be so awesome and I don't even know it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know my full potential, right? but I fear it. myself. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I fear my own, my own success. Mm. And uh, that was kind of something that kind of motivated us in mm -hmm. the beginning was saying, we're the only thing that can stand in our way. Right. You know what I'm saying? We're the only ones that can stand in our way. There, there is not this person over here, not that person over there. Yes. Me. Right. I can do it. Indeed. And, uh, you know, this goes for anybody out there, man. And this is a part of our message as a band. Don't let anyone or anything stand in your way. You manage your own success. You are the only person that can make you successful. And that's what we truly, fully feel about this. Hey, man, I applaud you with that because I do know some individuals that are so talented, but they get in their own way. And, yeah. and, and you know, it just lets you know that everybody's not built for this, man. Everybody's not built for this. It is you've spoken about so many great things about how much work you got to put into this and and, you know, juggling things and, you know, how life you know, can mess up the best laid plans, you know. So, yeah, that's just just real talk, man. So. I mean, you got you got to think of it this way, man. Like, you can't let your dreams die, and that's this is a part of our message. This is why our name is Dreams in Peril. For real, mm -hmm. you can't let your dreams die or be in peril when you have other obligations. You right. have to manage everything all mm -hmm. at once, and it is a struggle. It's going to make you deal with some inner demons. You know, it's going to exercise your mental thoughts, and that's that's why we write about mental issues that's why we write about struggles that's what we're about we're about the struggles and the pull from every every direction um it, we're really ingrained in that our name's ingrained in that right, right. and um you know i have two kids at home man mm -hmm. <laughs> you know i and i'm on the fucking road touring in a full-time day job at a law firm you know yes. like it's, i'm doing everything right. it's all about managing man and how you put things together if something in your life is not working, for example, if you have a day job that's saying, fuck you, you can't go on the road, find a new day job, man. Right, right. You know, like don't allow yourself to be trapped within a box 
find yourself a situation that's going to work for you. You know, is your life truly happy if you're putting yourself in a situation that you can't get out of, you know, find a new outcome. There's always where there's a will, man, there's a way you got to have that will. Ladies and gentlemen, this is brought to you by teaching moments, (laughs) teaching moments by Dalton. (laughs) Sorry, man. No, no. I got, no, I got on my soapbox. No, stay on your soapbox. Soapbox throughout this whole thing, ladies and gentlemen. You are getting <laughs> nuggets of knowledge, and that is what's beautiful. And I thank you for that, young man. Forget all the no other problem. madness, man. That's what's that's what makes this great. That's what makes this a conversation. This is what I want to have a conversation. I want people to be entertained as well as educated sometimes. So thank you. <laughs> that's beautiful to me. So Absolutely, the man. single ascending, so Mad Mind and Ascending made it to the album ascending, correct? Correct. Both of those, right? So, so tell us about what what ascending is about. The album, the, the total album, the total album as a whole, man. That that album, man, is just overcoming everything. It's it's mm-hmm. it's. So we started out with Mophobia, where mm-hmm. we were afraid of our success, right? Right, right. We're afraid of our success. We didn't know what we were gonna do. It was all about just hitting everybody in the mouth. Like, yes. here, here's who we are. You know, know who we are. This next album is rising above that. Yes, right? Yes. That's what this is all about. Um, and the name and the, the title just Says speaks it for itself. Yes, we're indeed. ascending, right? Right. Um, we're, we're rising above where we were. Mm-hmm. We're, we're moving forward. Um, we're, we're marching on, so to speak. That's Love what that it. album's about. And and in life, you know, you have to march forward. You have to move on. No matter how well you did in the past, no matter how shitty you did in the past, right? March forward. And that's what that album as Lucy, my daughter's loud. <laughs> um you have to march forward, man. You have to keep moving on. And that's what that album is about. Um, as a whole. Right. Um you know, rather it be from mental illness, rather it be from trying to achieve something that you've been trying to achieve, um, rather it be uh, losing loved ones right. from cancer. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to move on. You have to march forward. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Beautiful, man. Listen, so my I, I'm so visual, man. And I say this all the time, but it's true. But you just said Lucy's loud. And I was like, man, that's the name of a band. <laughs> I was like, that's the name of a, a all hardcore female band, Lucy Loud, man. It's beautiful. Man. She she's she's one years old, man, and she is just into everything. I'm following her around I know. the house. I'm telling you, it's just adding to what's going. It's adding to what's going on. This is a beautiful episode, man. I'm following her around the house. She was over here ripping shit out of a book, and then she was over here getting into the trash. I had to get her out of the trash. Oh man, I love it, man. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Don't worry. I got a toddler over here, man, getting into every damn thing. It's great. So. When are you when are you guys going to tour in Europe, man? What's the deal? Uh, okay, because so, when this happens, man, I, I'm just telling you. I, I've told a, a lot of the other bands, you know, some friends of mine that that just are heavy. Just I just know that it will work so well that they will embrace you guys, man. You anyway. So when are you guys going to Europe? What's what's the deal? All right, man. So real talk. Um, we want to so freaking bad and we've had offers to do it. Mm. Um, the issue is the balancing act, man. Yes. The balancing act of, of life and business right. of band. Right. Yeah. And, and money, money yeah, is a gotta huge be feasible. Factor. Yes, indeed. You know, if we, we've had offers where it would, it was like paying for a damn house. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They wanted like, you know, not naming any names of any tours or anything, but they sometimes they want like twenty to thirty thousand dollars, right? Just to go to Europe, and we're just like, dude, I can't. Yeah, that's like half of my house payment right now. Right, right, <laughs> you right, know? right, right. I got, right. I gotta pay off this house. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and on top of that too, man, like you know, we gotta take a good month off, a good chunk of of time off of work to do it. If yes. we're gonna tour to Europe, it's gotta be worth our time. Right. Um, so, 
and you know we're still kind of a smaller band man mm-hmm. i mean we're still kind of paving our way and and, and kind of getting things done right we're, we're tackling north america right now okay. and we're still we're still very much a very young band like we might have two albums out yeah. but we haven't done a lot of touring yet gotcha. we've done east coast a little bit on the west mm-hmm. um and we've of course we've tackled midwest but um, you know, I think our next big move is actually going to Canada. Okay. Okay. That's our, that's our next big move. Um, we want to come to Europe and if anybody listening wants dreams and peril in Europe, man, we, we really, really need a good offer that we can't refuse. Got you. Indeed. No, that makes all the sense. It's got to be feasible. It's got to work, it's, man. It really does. It has to make sense. It in order for us sense. to leave our day jobs for, for a good month. Mm-hmm. Uh, to go to Europe and and f- we need help getting there, right? We need right. we need a way getting there. We need yes. you know a way to travel in Europe, right? Um, which you know, hey, if anyone's willing to get us in Europe, man, we will we will play in Europe, man. We just need help. <laughs> Listen, you guys just like you know relent with the bands he plays with, and uh, you know like Indra and down there in South America. All all I know is that you guys, man, whenever they get you. Whenever they get it, it's going to be, it's going next level, man, to the moon, man, beyond the moon, man, to the stars, man. Cause I, I love you guys sound, man. I think you guys are super dope. And I just Thank don't, I, I love all music, man, but it's just something about you guys. It just took me up a little bit more. Just it made me stand up, you know, like, Hey, this is, this is lovely, man. So yes, indeed. So what can we expect from you guys in the near future? In the near future? Right now, we're doing a, a bunch of stuff surrounding the Midwest area, um, but in the near future, probably in 2024, we're going to try to make our way out uh, West Coast a little bit more. Okay. If we get a really good Canada offer, mm-hmm. we will be making our way up toward Canada. Yes. Um, everything's still kind of in the planning process of that. On top of that, too, once we can score... <laughs> kids, man. Once we can get us uh Lucy, shh. once we could get a good second guitar player, man, right. uh, we can start writing the third record. Okay. Um, gotcha. And uh, we will start writing and recording this, the third record probably, if everything works out, mm-hmm. probably starting next, next year early. Right. We'll start writing it. We usually reserve our writing time between like, november to february right okay that's our that's our writing and recording time so um we might be able to release a new record with a new tour next year so um rather it's west coast or it's going up um going up north we might even you know focus on east it just really depends man right gotcha so there's all kinds of opportunities that we're still kind of playing around with for next year Mm-hmm. Right now, we just got through doing a, a Las Vegas run. We went right. to Las Vegas mm-hmm. and we played a festival out there. Uh, it was uh, Apocalypse in the Desert, uh-huh. and we played with our buddies in Hemlock. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, um, you know, we also did an East Coast run not too long ago, where you know we we uh, did a run with our friends in Pigweed from Texas. Right, and uh, that was a good time. Um, so we're we're still. We're still proving and paving our road as far gotcha. as our, our tours go, gotcha. you know. So um we're still learning the ropes on those and 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 man, we we gotta get our tour wheels together, man, because of the last tour, the last big run we did, mm-hmm. we uh we we blew out our van. So man, oh man. Um when we did our, our run over to, to Las Vegas, man, we rented a van and that shit's expensive, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> One hundred percent. Once again, it's got to make sense. It's got to be feasible, yeah. man, because those are the things that you go through, man. Well, look, I, I just want you to know once again, man, just you guys are super dope, super amazing. <laughs> I've enjoyed every single second of listening to what you guys have offered and presented to us. It is right. amazingly great. And I'm not saying that lightly just because you're on live and loud with the Lord. Nah, I'm telling you, I love it, man. You guys are one of my favorites to listen to right now. There's no doubt about it. So um, my last question for you before you give your information, your contact and social, what was the last song you listened to? Oh, last song I listened to. Huh. 
Um, <laughs> shit, man. So when I was in the car last, uh-huh. I was driving around with my kids and and my and my lady. And man, I'll tell you what, when I'm not playing brutal death metal, uh-huh. everything that's blaring in my vehicle is not brutal death metal. Right, 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 right. <laughs> <I got> um, <laughs> dude, I, I, I probably think, and with my kids and lady in the car, they, they like to control the, the stereo sometimes. Gotcha. Got I think it was probably fucking Taylor Swift. Man. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I you know, to, yeah, but I love to ask and see. I listen. I listen to everything, and I mean everything. If it's hot, it's hot. I don't care. I listen to everything. So I love to ask my guests that question, and it always there's no telling what they were listening to. And so I love yeah. to ask that question, man. It's just like you were just like what? Because usually it's like, what was I listening to? What song was I listening <laughs> to? Because I want to know. But nah, that's beautiful, man. Hey, because you might come up with something I've never heard before that I might want to go listen to. Hey, I can oh, listen. Man. I can listen to Taylor Swift. <laughs> I, I tell you, I tell you what, man. If you were looking for something trippy, uh-huh. something really fun to listen to, yeah. look up a band called Sleepy Time Gorilla Museum. <laughs> I'm serious, man. Sleepy Time Gorilla Museum. It's 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 a funky. They got a funky bass to it, yeah, yeah. and they got some really weird put together stuff if you want to talk about like just musically and and just like weird minds putting together different styles of music man uh-huh. that will definitely do it that and primus hey listen yeah I, I, i'm gonna go do i know primus but i will definitely listen to what you just said there's no doubt i'll check it out most definitely that's why i do it because i want to and you just came up with that so i most definitely will check it out man well listen <laughs> please Give my watchers and listeners your social media and contact information if they want to get with you, bro. Absolutely, man. So you can contact us. You can find us on Facebook. It's, you know, facebook.com slash dreams and peril. You can find us on Twitter. um, Same thing. Twitter.com slash dreams and peril or dot dreams and peril. However they do it. Uh, Same thing with Instagram, Instagram slash dreams and peril. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple Music. You can find us on uh, iTunes, uh, yes. Deezer, uh, Amazon Music. You can find us on YouTube. We have two music videos out. Yes. One from the first record with uh, Neckties and Nostalgia. Yes, we have one on, uh, from Ascending on on there as well. We got lyric videos out. If you want to, re- if you're one of those people who like to re- read lyric videos you know, and see what the hell we're talking about <laughs> by all means read those. Um, and then, you know, we're, we're everywhere, man, anywhere where you can find bands and music, that's pretty much where we're at. So, um, just look up dreams in peril and you'll find us. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, greatness, the Lord has brought greatness to you. The Lord has brought greatness to you. One more time. The Lord is my Christ. The Lord. <laughs> I love it. Yes, indeed. So, hey, man. Hold, 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 hold on. You got to get, get some death metal vocals in there, right? Like, the Lord. The Lord. There you go, <laughs> I man. I can't do it like that, man. <laughs> <laughs> got to do it, man. Got to do it. Amazing, man. Hey, thank you, my brother, for a great conversation. This is a hey, great no conversation. Problem. I appreciate you, and I appreciate you just, just being who you are, man, and being the authentic you. I appreciate it, man. Dalton, thank you so much, man. It's really good. So, ladies and gentlemen, once again, you know who it is. It's the big guy with the big show, the Lord, the Lord. <laughs> Nelson, that is, from the podcast Live and Loud with the Lord on the CMS Network with Five Royals Entertainment. And my very special guest, my very special guest, Dalton from Dreams in Peril. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, bro. An amazing show, man. I really appreciate it, man. Be good and continue success. And, and anytime that you guys want to come back and just talk and chop it up, hey, you're welcome. We're, we're family, man. So that's what's going on, man. No doubt. Absolutely, man. Maybe next time I come back with more of us, you know? Hey, man, listen. Hey, you you were great, whether they come or not. And, and listen, yes, I welcome them. My brothers, I welcome you guys. All of you guys are amazing musicians. So I appreciate you, man. So be good. All right, man. Take care, man, and love to you, man. 
<laughs> Same at you, man. Thank you very much. You're very welcome, man. <laughs> right, bro. <laughs> Later, bro. Turn it up. You're listening to Live and Loud with the Lord, Nelson, that is.